We're bringing you a real, raw, authentic episode on the U Network, the network powered by True to You. We touch base on important news that's affecting not only our communities, but societies as a whole. We also speak on long and short-term effects of mental health as well. We also are here to help people get back to understanding self. It is important for people to know their worth, know who they are, know that there are limitless possibilities to becoming the successful individual that we all look to become. Let's start practicing greatness and gain the understanding that the only limit in life is you. Welcome to the You Network. Yo, what's going on? It is royalty in the building. Hope everybody is having a wonderful day, a wonderful night, wonderful morning, whatever time you're deciding to listen to this. Doesn't matter. I appreciate you. Uh, I want to start today off by giving a shout out to all my followers, my listeners, my supporters. I appreciate you much. Uh, I've been getting some great reviews, uh, some great networking going on. So be looking for some big things. Um, Thanks for tuning in to the U Network. Be sure to subscribe, follow, like, share. As always, feel free to email me at true to you 365 at gmail.com. Again, that's true, number two, U, Y-O-U, number three, number six, number five, at gmail.com. With questions, comments, appointments, scheduling, whatever. Also, follow my Facebook and LinkedIn page. True to you for constant updates and daily motivation. Hope everybody is enjoying themselves today. Um, habits are... Formed by the repetition of particular acts, they are strengthened by an increase in the number of repeated acts. Habits are also weakened or broken, and contrary habits are formed by the repetition of contrary acts. Uh, Next, you know where I'm coming from, the KJV, Holy Bible, Philippians 4 and 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, Whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good of report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Thank you. Uh, Today I want to introduce this segment on the the Tetris effect. Uh, When our brains get stuck in a pattern that focuses on stress, negativity, and failure, we set ourselves up to fail. This principle teaches us how how to retrain our brains to spot patterns of possibility so we can see and seize opportunity wherever we look. Have you ever sat back and played a video game for hours? Uh, let's take a game like GTA, uh, Grand Theft Auto, if you don't know. Uh, let's take that into consideration. Uh, you can get lost in playing this game and find yourself online playing for hours, playing so long that it begins to interfere with your reality, not drastically to the point where your actions are being replaced by those of the game, but it takes a toll on our brain. Uh, The mind begins to process the repetitive things that we're doing inside the game. As fast as we step outside after playing the game, we start to see the possibilities of stealing cars and stuff like that. Uh, We see the effect on it um, in today's society when we have our youth stealing cars and taking police on high-speed chases and in return they gain reputation from their peers. This is all in the form of repetitive actions they are committing on the video games. It's what their mind is becoming, accustomed to inconsistency, which creates habit. Uh, This is the uh, information from a study called the Tetris Effect. Uh, There were three people bought in to literally play Tetris for an extended period of time, that time being three days. After completion of the study, 
these three people walked back out into the real world where it was discovered that due to the extended hours and time frame of seeing shapes fall and you have to match them to make perfect horizontal lines, that these three people were suddenly seeing everything as a way to fit things into a place perfectly. It went from simple things like bricks being created to build up stores up into putting groceries in the cabinet. As crazy as it may sound, this is true. This is a true thing that occurs that the average person has no knowledge of because it starts to feel natural after a while, just like a habit. Uh, when we are on a constant binge of positivity, then we start to see positivity everywhere we go. And when we are on a constant binge of negativity, then we start to see negatives everywhere we go. Uh, this goes hand in hand with the things we tell ourselves on a constant basis, the actions we commit on a constant basis, the things that we encounter on a daily basis. Everyone knows someone stuck in some version of the Tetris effect, someone who was unable to break a pattern of thinking or behaving. More than likely, it's negative. When you have that one friend that walks in anywhere and simply finds something to complain about, these people are usually not aware of being difficult at all. Their brains are just really outstanding at scanning their environment for negatives. One thing that I pay attention to is the lack of knowledge of self-development. I say this because in a way, we are all owned and trained to do so through the years of practice. Our society encourages us to think negatively. Let's just start in the work world alone or even in our personal lives. We are often rewarded for noticing the problems that need solving, the stresses that need managing, and the injustices that need righting. I'm not taking away the fact that this can be useful, but our brains begin to get stuck in that pattern, constantly looking for and picking up the negative. We can even turn our own paradise into hell because of it. Also, we need to understand that the more we focus on scanning for the negatives, the more we overlook and pass up on the positive, the things in life that brings us happiness, which in return fuels our success. Doesn't mean that we can't break the pattern and train our brains to scan for the positive, for the possibilities dormant in every situation, creating experts at capitalizing on the, are creating experts at capitalizing on the happiness advantage. Pay attention to the people around you. You can go outside with two people on a beautiful day to help you and to help you identify a person dealing with the Tetris effect in a negative way. Pay attention to, to them and their actions. Let's say it's a beautiful day outside. You and these two individuals step outside. Person one says, it's nice, it's sunny out today. The other person says, I wish it wasn't so hot today. As we know, Yes, both statements are based on reality, but the second person was given into a habit that would prove debilitating to their productivity and performance the second they walked back into the office. Literally, that person couldn't see the positives in their life and work, the opportunities, the possibility, the chances for growth, and as a result, they didn't even have a fighting chance of capitalizing on them. Constantly, Scanning the world for negatives comes with a great cost. It undercuts our creativity, it raises our stress levels, and lowers our motivation and ability to accomplish goals. The career and work that we do has a major impact on this effect as well. Tax auditors should look for errors. Athletes should be competitive. Traders should apply rigorous risk analysis. The problem comes when individuals 
cannot compartment compartmentalize their abilities. When this happens, not only do they miss miss out on the happiness advantage, but their pessimistic fault-finding mindset makes them far more susceptible to depression, stress, poor physical health, and even substance abuse. This is the essence of the negative Tetris effect, a cognitive pattern that decreases our overall success rate. As I stated before, as our brains can be wired in ways that hold us back, we can retain them to scan for the good things in life, to help us see more possibility, to feel much more energy, and to succeed at higher levels. The beginning step is understanding just how much of what we see is solely a matter of focus. Remember, your experience is what you agree to attend to. On a daily basis, we get bombarded with competing demands of, uh, for our attention. Think about the amount of things our brains have to attend to even when we engage in relatively passive activities just like sitting at Starbucks. We can't possibly listen to music, enjoy our coffee, listen in on conversations from people around us, process ideas of the outfits that people around us are wearing, all while thinking about what we got to do later on, what we're going to cook for dinner, how we're going to pay bills on time, etc. This stuff sends our brains into overload. Our brains have a filter that only lets the most pertinent information through to our consciousness. Think of, think of it like a spam blocker for your email. That spam blocker acts as a defense deleting and taking away unimportant mail without you having to see it or process it. This is how the brain sort of operates. We believe one of every hundred pieces of the information that we receive. The rest pretty much gets filtered out or put inside the spam folder. This could work if we could normally trust that the spam folder knows what's best for us, right? It sucks that we can't. The spam folder, whether it's email or brain operated, only filters what, is pro what it is programmed to. If our brains are programmed to filter out positive, then, it'll, it, then it will erase that information and continue to hold on to the useless information and nonsense that we process daily. It's a video out there where you got a total of six guys on the court. And you get these people, and they told to count how many times the players of the same color uniform pass the ball to each other. Randomly, within 25 seconds of the video, for about five seconds, a guy in a gorilla costume passes by from left to right, and people miss it completely when asked about it after watching the video. This is from the brain being programmed to pay attention to the passes, so the gorilla becomes processed as spam and not even recognizable as if, the, as if it didn't exist in the video. This is called inattentional blindness, our constant inability to see the things that are most of the time right in front of us if we aren't focusing on them directly on, if we're not focusing on it directly. It is considered human biology that we can miss a large amount of things that can be considered obvious. In essence, we tend to miss what we're not looking for. This is also the reason why when we buy something new or want something in particular, we start to see it everywhere. Now we can see and we all know that there are different ways to see something. Not all the ways are seeing not all the ways of seeing are equal. People that get stuck in that negative Tetris effect, the consequences can have a drastic effect on their happiness and performance. Imagine seeing in a way that constantly picked up the positives of every situation. That's the goal of the positive Tetris effect. Create a cognitive pattern that scans the world for positive things and more opportunity versus negative things that block out success. When our brains constantly scan for and focus on the positive, well, people that are consistently grateful are more energetic, emotionally intelligent, forgiving, and less likely to battle depression, anxiety, and loneliness. Optimism makes sense because the more your brain picks up positivity, the more it expects the trend of, to keep happening. 
optimism fuels goal setting and the effort behind behind attaining those goals. Optimists also cope better in high-stress situations. Think of the effect of all this in the work field or during your daily habits and routines. Being able to spot and capitalize on every situation. This is all in a matter of focus. When you're stuck in a negative Tetris effect, the brain becomes incapable of seeing positive opportunities. Being loaded with positivity, the brain stays open to possibilities. Being able to prime yourself to expect a favorable outcome, which encodes your brain to recognize the outcome when it arises, is called predictive encoding. So knowing the power of the positive Tetris effect, how can we train our brains to let in the messages that makes us more adaptive, more creative, and more motivated, messages that allow us to spot and pounce on more opportunities. It works in that same way as playing, learning, and mastering the video games that we love playing. It starts with beginning to focus on noticing more opportunities and positivity. Start by creating a daily list of good things about your job or daily life. Doing this every day seems pointless until you realize that when you do this, you make your brain scan a 24-hour period of positive things that you have done or were a part of. As a result, our brains start to push away the negative and dark thoughts that we bottle up inside our mind. It also creates it also creates staying power. Once you have completed the list, you will find yourself steady thinking on those positive actions and ideas, which will continue to present more opportunities for it. There are other things you can do as well, like writing down the things around you around the world that you come in contact with that promote positivity. When we have stressful situations or heavy hearts, we find venting to be some form of relief. This plays the same role when dealing with positivity. Having discussions about the positive things you do, writing down positive actions, etc., it all begins to add a spike to your happiness. As you constantly practice these things, as you constantly practice these things, these things they become more naturally, making it a part of your daily habits, inviting that positivity into your life. It makes the meaning and purpose of life more apparent helps you start connecting with your calling. Consistency is key when trying to achieve the Tetris effect. That's why I'm a firm believer of habit. The practices I spoke on have to become habit. Set out a designated time each day to write down your actions or, or positive visuals. Almost ritualize it. Getting, um, getting others involved only multiplies the benefits. Find a time to do a video chat or group text thread to get others in on it to make it fun for not only you but others as well. The thing to focus on is the consistency, figuring out a way to make a habit of it. Um, I was having a discussion with a friend of mine that asked um, if I only focus on the positives, uh, won't I lose sight of the, the real problems? Don't get me wrong, this can be true when you look out of the lens that only notices the positives. It also has problems as well. I look at it like 15% window tint. Block out most of the sun, but still let a little in. Let your major issues in, but mainly focus on the positive aspects of things. Seeking out the positive has too many tangible advantages to be dismissed as mere cockeyed optimism or, wish, or wishful thinking. So can, so, can so can positivity be overdone. Of course. Irrational optimism is what causes us to cash in on expenses that we can't afford, causes us to live above our means. It can blind us to problems that need fixing or areas that need improving. When speaking on positive illusion, it concludes the optimism becomes maladaptive when it causes us to overestimate our current abilities. There are times when pessimism comes in handy. 
like when it stops us from making foolish investments or risky moves. Being critical is also useful, not only to individuals, but societies as a whole, especially when it drives us to acknowledge inequities and uh, work to right them. It's not about shutting out the bad all the time, but being realistic, reasonable, and having a healthy sense of optimism. The ideal mindset isn't heedless of risk, but it does give priority to the good. When we train our brains toward the positive Tetris effect, we're aren't, we aren't just improving the chance of happiness. We're setting off a chain of events that help us reap all the benefits of the positive brain. Having our focus on the good isn't just about overcoming our inner grump to see the glass full. It's about opening our minds to the ideas and opportunities that will help us be more productive, effective, and successful in life. The possibilities are like free cash being available for everybody to see. But will you be the person to look right past it or will you train your brain to see more? So once again, like I said, you want to take those practices and you want to try to create habit out of the practices that, you know, I mean, I just kind of shined a little light on for you. Um, I want to thank you for tuning in to the U Network. Uh, be sure to subscribe, follow, like, share. As always, feel free to email me at true to you 365 at gmail.com. Again, that's true number two, you 365 at gmail.com with questions, comments, appointments, scheduling, whatever. Also, follow my Facebook and LinkedIn page, True to You, for constant updates and daily motivation. As always, peace, love, prosperity, and most importantly, respect.